0: I'm Tom Whalen. I'm J.D. of J.D. and the Day, home team of real estate teams, with our weekly real estate podcast coming up right in the middle of the holidays, man. Thanksgiving, Christmas, right around the corner, Jay. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, I can't believe we're in the season I can't already. Know where we are here? It's it's a little insane that it's happening this quickly. Um, so I wanted to mention something, and it's interesting because on the last podcast, I talked about how some things have be starting to become maybe predictable again. There is one trend that's a little interesting that I had not seen before, um, and like I said, it's sort of surprising, but it's becoming a little more prevalent um, for what we're seeing. And I don't know if it's you know this younger generation has a, a different way of thinking of things, but you know a lot of people in you know the younger generation of Americans they're they were they're sort of freaked out a little bit because they haven't experienced. Interest rates the way that that we see, have seen them in the past, you know, to us, I mean, yeah, seven percent sucks, six something is not great, but it's it's not horrible, you know. Um, and we're we're old enough that we've been around to see interest rates that are higher. Sure. So they're sort of used to these lower rates that you know didn't exist, but and also a lot of them are in these bigger bigger cities, these these certain areas like. Let's say a lot of people are working in the D.C. area, so they want to be closer to work or they want to be in Montgomery County, and they can't afford the mortgage rates where they are. Um, So what we're finding is they're actually starting to buy investment properties and renting them out, letting someone help pay their mortgage. They're still renting where they live primarily and building wealth through owning real estate. So it's a very interesting thing because, like I said, I had not seen that. Most of the investors we work with already own a home and they're building a portfolio. It's it's a new trend that I'm seeing um, where, again, it's and it's typically you know a younger generation that we're seeing doing this, but they're they're buying investment properties first because where they want to really live, they can't afford but they're, they're not wanting to miss out on the ownership aspect of things. Are they, are they buying um, commercial property residential, or residential? Residential. Really? Residential. Renting rent that out? Yeah. Or we're, one of the things that we have seen in the past that we do see is a duplex. So sometimes they'll buy a duplex, they'll live in one side, and they'll rent out the other side to help offset the mortgage. Sure. That's the common thing. What's uncommon is where they're just straight up buying a property that's not even, you know, like let's say they work in D.C., they've never been to – Washington County. They may be buying something in Washington County and renting it out because they see the rents could be good and they still want to have home ownership. Um, because again, it does build wealth. The one thing that has proven itself to be recession proof and a long term win is real estate. And you know we're starting to see that. But um, for the traditional buyer that's out there, I wanted to talk about three trends that I think are good news for today's home buyers because. If you listen to the regular news, it's all bad news because what? Interest rates, interest rates, interest rates. Um, so let's talk about three positive trends that are impacting home buyers in a, in a good way. One, in general, um, there are more houses to choose from. Again, in general, there are still pockets where it's almost impossible and there's multiple offers and things are happening. But in general, when we look at all the area we cover, there are more homes that are available. We're even seeing personally the inventory of homes that we're carrying and listing for sale has, is increasing dramatically from where when we were in the pandemic. Number two, bidding wars have eased. It is very rare that we're seeing bidding wars again um, that we were seeing like during the pandemic. Um, the only time we're really seeing bidding wars are there's small pockets that people want to be in or we tell some of our sellers here's the way you can do this. We have two options with listing your house. One is we can list a little below market value and what that tends to do and when I start reporting some of these numbers it'll be it'll be very clear um, if you like let's say your house is worth 400,000 and we list it for 385, that will get your home sold quicker and will probably get you a stronger number than if we were to start at 400. Because people realize, wow, this is great because everything else is is marketed out there at the real market value. So they say, this is a steal. And what happens? You get multiple people interested, you get multiple offers, and things start to happen. So most sellers, though, are not willing to test that. They're like, ah, let me just put it out there what it's worth and I'll wait it out. Um, so the bidding wars have eased. And three, more negotiating power. So, the sellers were in control for a long time. You know, no inspections, appraisal guarantees, um, you know, all types of craziness. You couldn't have a house to sell. Uh, all, like I said, inspections. Nothing was, you know, nothing was allowed. Nothing was happening. Everything was no contingencies. When does the seller want to close? Oh, you can live in the house for up to 60 days free afterwards. We're not even going to charge you anything. And, you know, now... And gosh, you know, you definitely couldn't get closing help. Now we are starting to see sellers giving some closing help. We rarely have. I mean, the other day we actually had one that had five offers. And of the five, only one waived their inspections. So four of the five said, you know what? You know, we'll, you know, we want to do all these inspections. And I'm talking not just a home inspection, mold, this, that. I mean, every inspection under the sun. So if you're a buyer, again, now you can actually inspect your home before you buy it. That did not happen for a few years, honestly. So, you know, and again, let's say that you bought during, you know, you were thinking about buying during the chaos, you would have been paying over appraised value. You would have been using a lot more of your cash because you would have had to cover the difference for the appraisal. You would have been buying a house and let's just, let's just say we're looking in Frederick County and we go on the median side, you were spending uh, $497,000 for something and not being able to inspect it. And you also maybe went to that house one time, spent a total of 20 minutes in there, and you spent half a million dollars. Just let that sink in. You know, a half a million dollars for 20 minutes. And it's not like you could go back for an inspection and go and relook at things you were going through the house, there were other people going through the house, there was lots of emotions. Now we are starting to see a ton of people are doing second showings, third showings, because they don't have to act so quickly. So as much as the interest rates are a little bit discouraging for people, there's so many other benefits right now that can outweigh that. And remember. Interest rates constantly fluctuate. That is something that's been happening many, many years. So there's nothing out there that says you're married to this rate. You could always refinance at a later date once the rates get adjusted. So hopefully that was some good news for, you know, you buyers out there that are like, okay, why it's been bad news for buyers for years, man. Yeah. Coming back around a little bit. So again, just keep that in mind when you when you hear about it. Well, I've got more houses to choose from I may not have to have bidding wars, and I can negotiate a little bit. Wow, this might be a lot better time. Sounds brand new, doesn't it? That, and yeah. That, that, that's the old normal maybe yes. coming back a little yes, bit. Yes, absolutely. Got a home of the week. I see I, you looking. I, I do, I do. Um, 302 Willowbrook Way in Hagerstown. Another one coming in the market, just under 400000 This one's three, uh ninety five. It's situated at the end of a cul-de-sac in a quiet neighborhood. No HOA for those HOA haters out there. This is a good one. It's in a neighborhood, but you don't have to worry about someone telling you what you can and can't do. The main level features uh, refinished hardwood flooring throughout, the family room, dining room, and kitchen. The kitchen has quarry and counters, an undermount sink, a center island, stainless steel appliances, plenty of cabinet space, and a pantry. The hardwoods then go to a home office. What did we learn during COVID? People now wanted a home office. Has built-in bookshelves, uh, convenient uh, main level half bath for your guests. Uh, mud slash laundry room that serves as a perfect drop zone for everybody's belongings. Then, as you go to the upper level, you have brand new carpeting, um, nice neutral tone, four bedrooms, lush wall to wall carpeting, ceiling fans. The primary bedroom is generously sized, includes a walk in closet and attached bath. Then you have a finished lower level with a sprawling rec room, a full bathroom, access to a fence rear yard. Um, there's a deck. There's a little, you know, mature trees, a little bit of everything as you can hear. I mean, this is this is a great house. If you go to WFRE.com, look up Tom and Jay's real estate podcast, you'll see it. If you like what you see, you can click on a button to schedule a showing, and one of our great agents will coordinate a private showing for you and answer any questions you have. I'm Tom Whalen. I'm Jay Day. Jay Day and the Day Home team of real estate teams. Thank you for listening. Weekly real estate podcast every Friday morning. Tell your friends all about it.